Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's Monday, March 7th, championship week for men's basketball. Let's start with what you missed over the last week and then go on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. We have a lot to go over, so I'm just going to go ahead and hop right to it. My baseball fans, I apologize. This will hurt. (laughs) Season has been delayed due to no collective bargaining agreement being reached. The first two regular season series have been canceled. The MLBPA has a new proposal in front of the MLB as of last night, and it's $5 million lower than the previous offer. That being said, the union's threshold is anywhere from $238 million to $263, while the league is looking at $220 to $230. So there's obviously still some room for improvement. The MLB is also considering a pitch clock of 14 seconds when no one's on base and 19 seconds when runners are on base. This was tried in low A for the 2021 season and it cut game time by 20 minutes. The average length of a major league game was three hours and 10 minutes last season, which is the highest ever and 20 minutes longer than it was just 10 years ago. So moving on to college basketball, as that is the main event of this week. So over the last week, number three, Baylor survived number 21, Texas on Monday, and number two, Arizona survived number 16, USC on Tuesday. Number six, Kansas lost to TCU by 10 points on Tuesday, but came back to beat them again when they played on Thursday. Number 10, Wisconsin beat number eight, Purdue in the final seconds of the game to top the Big Ten. Number nine, Providence lost to number 11, Villanova, in a close one, 76 to 74. Number 23, Ohio State lost to Nebraska by eight. And that was all on Tuesday. 
Unranked Creighton and Texas A&M beat number 18 UConn and number 25 Alabama, respectively. Alabama had a really rough week, also losing to LSU on Saturday in overtime. After no upsets on Thursday or Friday, Saturday saw six ranked teams lose. Number four, Duke lost Coach K's last game at home to rival UNC. Kansas rallied to beat number 21 Texas in overtime. Number 12 Texas Tech lost by one point in a super low scoring game against Oklahoma State. And then we had two consecutive ranked games. And I that I mean number 13 Tennessee beat number 14 Arkansas. And number 16 USC lost to number 17 UCLA. So just kind of funny points there that they were that close in the rankings. Sunday only had four games with ranked teams playing in them, and yet all four had a ranked team lose. Nebraska continued to roll after beating Ohio State earlier in the week like I covered. They also went on to beat number 10, Wisconsin. And number 14, Houston, lost to unranked Memphis by 14 points. Number 23, Ohio State, ended the week as badly as it started, losing to rival unranked Michigan. The only non-upset game was number 20, Illinois, did beat number 24, Iowa, by two. It was Coach K's final game at home in the Cameron Stadium this past weekend on Saturday, and it was so fitting that it was against the rival Tar Heels. Tickets and the cheap seats were going for $3,450. Now, this was a big deal. He had coached for 41 years since his home game in Cameron Stadium, and all 208 of Coach K's former players were invited back to the game. However, like I went over, it was unfortunate that UNC took home the W, beating Duke 94-81. to It was a star-studded event, though. Jerry Seinfeld was in attendance, as well as NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, as well as Dirk Nowitzki. Selection Sunday is this week. So it is championship week. In other words, all the conferences will be decided this week, and then we will find out who makes the tournament. Be ready to watch that on Sunday night. As the conference championship goes, the Power Five are listed on the blog, and each winner automatically gets a bid into the tournament. That's kind of a duh, but usually it also means that the smaller conferences also get a bid. So that's a big deal. I will go over when the championship games are and what to watch this upcoming week. In the NBA, KD is back from injury, but the Nets still lost that first game back. That being said, on Saturday, he did join the 25,000 point club. That means he has scored over that amount in his total career. Only 23 men have that many in the league history. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar leads with 38,387 total. The Clippers swept the Battle of L.A. series this season, but LeBron did have a ridiculous comeback in the game against the Warriors later that week. He dropped 56 points, his highest scoring game with the L.A. team, and the Lakers came back to win despite a 14-point deficit. Now, this isn't technically NBA news, more like WNBA news, but still, this is a major headline. Brittany Griner is stuck in Russia after she was detained at customs for having harshish oil in her luggage. This basically means that they found a vape cartridge with an oil derived from cannabis. That crime can be punishable up to 10 years in a Russian 
prison. There is currently a do not travel advisory for Russia for Americans that has been in place since January 23rd for COVID reasons and then another one that was issued on Saturday for Ukrainian reasons. So TBD, what happens to her with Russia's new invasion and we do expect that to cause some problems. I do want to go over a little bit of football news. So following up on something that I reported on last week, Art Bryles, who was offered the offensive coordinator job at Grambling State, has declined. He said he does not want to be a distraction. So it looks like that's over for now. The NCAA is looking at new rules to allow conferences to appeal second-half targeting calls, which then carry over into the next game for the player having to sit out. If that call is ruled erroneous, then the player would be eligible to play the first half of the next game. They are also looking at reporting and investigating injury timeouts given to a player when a player is believed to have faked an injury. Another rule proposed was that while inside the tackle box, linemen and stationary backs can only block below the waist. This is believed to be safer for players. These changes, if accepted by April 20th, would be seen in the next season. Moving on to the PGA Tour, and I am so psyched to bring this story to you. I will go ahead and say I called it, and so it begins. I told you Scotty Scheffler's first win at Waste Management a couple of weeks ago was the first of many. Well, Scheffler did not have long to wait for win number two. This weekend, he won the Arnold Palmer Invitational by one stroke over Billy Horschel. There were only 10 players under par for the week, and the highest average last round score in the event since 1981 was this time with a 75.5. Moving along to Olympic sports, the Paralympics have begun, and you might notice that there are no athletes from Russia or Belarus in attendance after several athletes threatened to boycott the games versus, like, compared to compete with them. The first gold medal for the United States was won by Oksana Masters, who brought home the gold in the biathlon sit sitting sprint. This is her fifth gold medal and 11th overall between the summer and winter games. Masters has potentially seven races in these games alone. So who is the most so far? China has six golds and seven total. Sitting in second are the 20 athletes from, well, if you want a heartwarming story, here it is, Ukraine, who have rallied for their country to win three golds and seven total medals. The United States, as of when doing this podcast, only had one medal of each color for now. The death penalty has been reinstated for the Boston Marathon bomber. Again, I don't say his name as I don't like to give them their moment in the sun, but his actions caused the death of three people in 2013. Despite not agreeing with the death penalty, the Biden administration has said that the appeals court that threw out the sentence was incorrect to do so. All right, moving along to what to watch this upcoming week. We have a bunch of NBA games, obviously a lot of basketball to get to. So on Tuesday, we have games at 6.30 and 9 on TNT. And Wednesday, 6.30 and 9 on ESPN, including the Suns at the Heat and the Trailblazers at the Jazz. Then on Thursday, we have the Nets at the 76ers at 6.30 on TNT and the Warriors at the Nuggets at 9. Saturday, we have the Bucks at the Warriors at 7.30 on ABC. And on Sunday, we continue on ABC with the Knicks at the Nets at noon, the Mavericks at the Celtics at 2.30, and rounding out Sunday, the Lakers at the Suns at 8 p.m. on ESPN. 
But moving along to the games everybody wants to know about. So we do actually have tonight Gonzaga and St. Mary's are both in action on ESPN. But we'll get to the real ones. So on Wednesday, the ACC second round games will be televised on ESPN channels. Then on Thursday, the real action begins with ACC quarterfinals, Big East, Big 12, Pac-12, all of that. I don't want to bore y'all with the specifics on what games are on what day. So I just want to go over the Power 5 championship games on the podcast and the rest you can look up on the blog. So the ACC championship game will be on March 12th at 7.30 p.m. on ESPN. The Big 12 championship game will also be on March 12th at 6 p.m. The Big Ten Championship game will be at March 13th at 2.30 p.m. on CBS. The Pac-12 Championship game will be at March 12th at 8 p.m. on Fox. And finally, a SEC Championship game will be on March 13th at 12 p.m. on ESPN. All of that rounding out with Selection Sunday's show of who makes the tournament. That will be at 5 p.m. on CBS. Again, there are plenty more conference games as far as like Mac and Ivy League and Athletic 10. All of those will also be on the blog. So please check that out. In the world of golf, it is what some people consider as the fifth championship. It is the Players' Championship this week. On Thursday, you can catch round one at 11 a.m. on Golf Channel. Friday will be round two at the same time. And then Saturday, round three begins at noon on NBC. And Sunday with the final round at noon on NBC as well. This is a huge deal for if you are a golfer that wins the players. Like I said, it's basically like winning a major. It's about the next best thing. We also have four hockey games televised, including one on Saturday, the Flyers at the Hurricanes at 2 p.m. on ABC, and a couple of Premier League games this week as well. And finally, to finish it off, we have Olympic sports all week with the Paralympics, usually cross-country skiing, snowboard cross, biathlon, alpine skiing, and some sled hockey. Those will be on at various times throughout the week, usually on USA, usually at about 11 a.m. in the morning, and then the evening starts again at 8 p.m. Obviously, on Saturday, we'll have some more action, and Sunday with the sled hockey gold medal match at 2 p.m. on USA on Sunday. That wraps it up for me this week, first week of March, and get ready for March Madness because it is coming. So if you want more games and conference championship games for the Power Five, go check out the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports. And if not, I'll catch you all next week.